What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 113 of Super GG Radio. Where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your E-League E-Champion. More like E-Legal E-Champion. Uh, Alex Arona. With me, as always, is Time Crisis Ace Joel DeWitt. Uh, what's your record time for Time Crisis 4, Joel? 36 minutes, baby. I pull that trigger till it goes click. <laughs> Gotta be a new world record. We gotta get you on uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. <laughs> also, we're lucky that we were able to drag Getty, Getty, Eric Getty Gettinger out of the village long enough to record a podcast. You were literally playing this seconds before we hit record. Up until the minute, Alex. And I gotta tell you, no spoilers to anybody, but the people at Capcom have a serious gripe with Ethan Winter's left hand. <laughs> That's because it's sinister. I don't know. Latin left-handed is sinister, sorry. Mm, it is. Rounding out uh, our Super GG crew for the week is Lady Demetresque cosplayer Alec Parks. I'm a badass bitch, Alex, and nothing you can do about me being in nine foot six heels. Those pumps? You know, wait, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to. Don't ask. you? I want to know. No. So, so that's that's the person's name, the the big lady, lady, yes. yep, lady Dimitrescu. Dim- and I Dimitrescu. even got him a pronunciation because it is not phonetic. I've I've been listening to a lot of podcasts where they have pronounced her name very very specifically, like a bunch of times. So I've I've kind of heard it on repeat. Also, I, let's not drop the the fact that Alec Parks is a monster and murders Pascal on stream. <laughs> It was worth it. That, that, it's the second time I've murdered Pascal. I did it with 9S, too. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> You're a monster. I am a That's monster. Fine. This week, we beat up the beat in Early Adopters, go all switch happy in the news, and round out the week with our video game homework. You thought I was going to miss that one, didn't you, Getty? No. No, not at all. Okay, good. <laughs> but first... Early Adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where we we are just a simple plague doctor trying to save a life. So, we got... Uh, I threw in a third one in there because I've been playing one on my own time, so I kind of want to get into that one first, just to knock it out. He, do- he does this, do this like, I've been playing so many games <laughs> that I want to talk about, like, big AAA game, and then Alex is like, nah, I'm just going to throw this in here. These are... This, this is one we got a code for that I took, and <laughs> it is a very small game called Silicon, Silicon Dream. And Silicon Dream is, uh, it's almost kind of like Papers, Please, where your job is to ask questions. But you are an AI that is interrogating other AI to find out if they are faulty, whether they have started to gauge emotion how, like they some of them have are have built in limiters so they should only get angry up to like a level three but they have like getting angry up to level six Alex, things uh, like that and you have to i think you just described the premise for blade runner i, I was gonna say <laughs> See, it's, yeah. it's 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 nice that the robot revolution is going to be just as mundane as real life <laughs> yeah you have to follow a checklist. You have to ask the questions. And Getty, you are right. And that's what kind of the game is. It's There isn't any action. It's just, here's an AI. Here's the report that you have to read through to say, oh, this person has a complaint with them. 
why, and here are your guidelines. You can choose whether you want them to get wiped out and fixed, quote unquote, um, or completely trashed altogether, or nah, they're fine. <laughs> nah, we cool. We cool. But you have to get you have to ride the line because you are you are created by a corporation that wants you to button up and do the job. And yeah. some of these people, some of the AI are are basically pleading for their lives. They're like, hey, I just I just don't know what's going on. I feel really bad. I'm sad all the time. You know, I just I'm sad. And I have to say, like, you shouldn't be sad. You are not programmed for it. <laughs> okay. So it, it's actually very, very interesting. There's a lot of moral every I've 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 done three different scenarios and each one has a moral quandary that is pretty good. And you try you have to kind of ride different the code you have to find uh, find the the line because if you do what you quote unquote think the corporation wants you to do, they also are front facing and have a public presence. So if you just start destroying all the robots, they'll be like, "You're being really aggressive, and it's showing in the numbers that we're we're coming off as evil, and uh, we're gonna start marking <laughs> you down points." Or you know, like it's that kind of stuff. But they're also like saying, "Oh, you let like two other robots through that should have been decommissioned." Are you starting to feel feelings too? Hmm. Like you have to really gauge what to do, and you can't always go extreme. This is such a this is between Blade Runner and Detroit Become Human. Like this game sounds like it sits right in the middle. And yeah, don't get me wrong. Like Detroit is one of those games where you can do whatever you want, and there's going to be consequences. So I like that this game silicone dream it also plays on that a little bit letting you know that hey there's there's consequences for your actions they're not the best but that's how corporations think right joel we are one (laughs) now if only we could get the corporations to feel no oh they feel we're all big one happy family that's my favorite cliche Yep. <laughs> Work hard, not living the hard. dream <laughs> <laughs> well um speaking of feeling your feelings uh i had some feels uh with inner life uh inner life you are uh what looks to be a plague doctor that is in charge of fixing up giant titans is that what you would say yeah yeah, yeah. that that's what they call them, at least. I'm, I'm, they, they talked about them like they have inner mechanics, like uh, pumps and filters and hydraulic systems. So it's almost like they're part machine, uh, going back to Silicon Dream. But they, they definitely have some sort of soul or agency as these individual titans. Uh, the one part of this that they gave us a slice of you're basically this play doctor they they have him like coughing and hacking up a whole bunch like he's struggling with some sort of sickness as he wanders the land and he comes across this titan who is basically like run down and, and there's like liquid coming out of his eyes and stuff so the whole demo is basically you going through and uh fixing different pieces of him and after he fits different pieces he starts coming to, he starts talking with you two. Uh, it kind of seems like he thinks all the other Titans are dead and your character saying that they're not. Uh, so it, I'm not sure what the Plague Doctor's mission is, but it it definitely is setting up this interesting like world uh, for a lack of anything else. 
And also, it, it, the the fixing up of the Titan parts isn't necessarily as like fixing up like his uh, his knee isn't working so he goes let me into your knee and then you walk into this facility and it's there's a drunk guy with a peg leg who somehow got his peg leg stuck in the machinery and you have to sober him up and get him uh removed by walking and finding items and interacting using the items with different pieces to get him out of the machinery uh it's very funny that sounds right i the way i read it it was his real leg not the prosthetic he did not seem in a lot of pain. I mean, really? Because you break yeah. off the old wooden leg. Yeah, yeah but it. you need to get the saw. The crowbar won't work when that would totally work on a peg leg, but it won't work on a real leg. And he makes this thing about being in pain when you saw the leg off. Hmm. Hmm. I, I think you would pass out from shock if somebody started cutting. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I should be looking for a logical, medical <laughs> a chain of events out of it. But, like, man, that's that's brutal. That's, I don't know this game yeah. touches on a lot of dark subject matter, like the cult that you come across in the lot. Yeah, the, the, cult. the cult that's just living in just, the Titan. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a bunch of people living in the Titan in all these different areas and they don't i don't know if are they aware that they're they don't seem like they're aware that they're living in this titan doesn't seem to be that way they're all very disconnected and none of them address the fact that there are other people in different areas so it's like this microcosm where the titan in itself is almost carrying a world inside of it then with multiple different countries basically with the heart being one country the lungs being another that sort of thing Hmm. and i kind of like that the the doctor didn't he didn't really address any of it he just kind of was like well i'm here and then there are people who have problems and are complaining to him he's like well i guess i'll help fix it and then just like continues on and doesn't Mm. even doesn't guess i'll help fix it that's cute no there's (laughs) The best part about this game are the mean options, like the mean dialogue choices <laughs> that you can do. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could you could be nice, or you could just be a complete wanker. At oh, one and, point, and he and just every... tells the Titan you can go get effed. Yep. Yeah, there, there are F-bombs all over the place in the dialogue, yeah. if you want to be real salty about it. I did kind of find that the those don't necessarily matter. You get pretty close to the same responses, but I, I definitely oh. started... At, and one, I started testing the waters, and then by the end, I was just like f bombing everybody because I could. For, from what I saw, basically, like you can use the the nasty response; it'll give you like a passing uh, side dialogue, and then it'll win you, winnow you back into the response they wanted you to take. So, like, it yeah. adds a little flavor text, but I don't think it affects anything from a story standpoint. Like, uh, I took an arrow to a knee. What? <laughs> yeah i think the titan says something like i don't know what you mean by that when i, yeah. when I picked that yeah uh, so it, it's it's a very charming uh short time puzzle game i don't i th- i think it might be done i think this is i think it is finish. 45 minutes yeah the finished I, product? I think it was yeah i think it was more of a uh, a game jam game than a demo and some game jam games turn into feature length games but i think that this one's just done it's where it is yeah that's okay like it could be sort of like a pixar short 
you know, yeah. uh, a small self-contained yeah. thing that's pretty good. I, uh, all in all, I, it drew on me. Like I, there were little squabbles I had, like the fact you can only carry one item at a time uh, turned into a lot of backtracking uh, back and forth. So it'd be cool if they could make it to where you could carry multiple things at once. Like two things, like how many hands you have. Yes, that that. Well, w- you've got the other hand is carrying the lantern. Put it on your plague doctor nose. There you go. But that it's hooked. It just whoop, fall off. You get nothing. You got to hold that. Do you know what? It's it's bright in most of these places you go to, isn't it? No, no never mind. Just no, the cold it's dark. I, that was wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, I guess I spent too much time in the cold area mm-hmm. <laughs> with the with the ah. giant pentagram in the middle. <laughs> right. They were worshiping a dirty, uh, a dirty filter in the exhaust. That was pretty funny. It, it, well, I mean, the thing about that one was that the cult members all talked in unison. So while the things they were saying were very silly and funny, it came off very creepy. Mm-hmm. But their little cheer was hilarious. But it was like yeah. 17 people. It, it just cuts deeply into that sort of like disturbing dialogue that's happening. Ah. All in unison. Yeah, and, and, and the artwork was nice. You know, pixel arted, you know, kind of very well animated. What third? What, what is that? What is that camera view? The Legend of Zelda view where it's like not top down, but kind of 2.5 sort of isometric. D. It's just called 2.5D. Okay. I thought 2.5D was 2D, but the background and foreground were had depth to them. Which it does. I mean, that's how you're moving around behind things and how you've got... But you're, moving, but you're not moving 2D. You're moving in a 3D space. Up, down, you're you're thinking of isometric view. Like, that's, isometric. that's the sort of... Yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, Sonic 3D Blast. <laughs> kind of like that. What'd you yeah. just say to me? Yeah. I said Sonic 3D Blast, and that's probably the last time I'll ever mention it here. Yeah, exactly. Me- Get to step and Joel. Alec got that at launch. I remember I did. that. Beat it in one freaking night, too. That was the worst. I was amazed <laughs> at it when I saw it at Toys R Us the first time. I did. It was one of those mind-blowing things, kind of like uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time was when I saw that at EB Games. Just, you, you it was very, It had a lot of slowdown. Yeah, yeah, I I think I'm just a sucker for things I don't have. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I I had the same thing with Sonic Adventure at our Sears around here, uh, dating myself a bit. (laughs) I beat Sonic 3D Blast, but I never got all the Chaos Emeralds. Those levels were hard as balls. I'm just impressed you beat it. I mean, you beat that... We are able to add inner life to the beat list, but do you guys know what's unbeatable? Unbeatable. No. We also played unbeatable. Nope. Thumbs down all around. <laughs> okay. That, that, that was that, terrible. That that terrible. terrible. Yeah. You, you, it's like rhyming. You can't use the same word in two stanzas. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unbeatable is a like a guitar hero esque game where you are a cool anime character that uh you the what's you're two? two you're two anime characters no 
Yep. Are you? Yep. That's how you're able to hit the notes at the top and the bottom at the same time. I thought it was. I, just s- like I noticed. Okay. Okay. Thing. Well, hold. On. I noticed that, but <laughs> when you're playing normally, it's only one character, and you are pu- the beat are enemies that you're punching and kicking and doing cool attack moves, and then when there's and it's D pad in any direction is up, or no, is down is the down uh, bar, and any face button is the top bar. So you have to follow that. And the songs were delightful, guys. The songs were delightful. Took me They're back to real- simpler times. They're just really good pop punk uh, songs, you know. They're they're good quality, like for for something that is just a. Is this a completed game or is it like a demo? That is a demo. demo. Okay, yeah, I'm impressed. And it's a Kickstarter. I'm impressed with the quality of music, like, and this is the kind of game where style and the quality of music make the difference, like. if it's kind of shoddy artwork or, or presentation's bad or the music is kind of bunk, then it just ruins it. But this this is firing in all cylinders that way. The 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 sort of I guess it's sort of animated anime ish kind of art style, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it it suits it really well just because of like how dynamic and colorful it all is. So I'm on the Steam page just because. I saw that it was also on Steam, and Phil brought up the fact that there is yep. a version of it there. And it, one of the images, you can see very clearly that there's the pink anime girl, and then there's also the blue one who is wearing different clothes. So hmm. take it for what you will. When I saw it, I took it as two different characters. They're standing uh, like right in front of each other, so it's it's not totally apparent, but this game is a jam oh yeah it this game what what, what are the kids saying nowadays slaps that's what alex says. yes yeah. the music slaps uh, yeah it really does <laughs> and uh the, i debated kickstarting this just because i think you can get the soundtrack and i was like oh that soundtrack's really good yeah mm-hmm. so uh, I, I would recommend Unbeatable. Uh, uh, as Phil said, that the controls are a little kind of generic because it's a D-pad. that c- Any D-pad button will do it, and then any face button will work. Uh, so I could see that getting a little confusing. Yeah, it's, but at the same time, I think everybody develops a go-to at that point. Like, I was just going straight either like uh, left or right because I didn't feel like going up or or down felt right I don't know about you guys yeah I was using keyboard so I I used the d-pad and the face buttons but I would with the face buttons it didn't matter which direction the notes were coming from but with the d-pad for the low ones I always had to switch my finger just subconsciously to the way that it was going Uh, it wasn't requirement in game it was just this mental process of oh facing the other way gotta hit the other d-pad okay yeah so it does it does switch which way they're coming left or right and there's also uh hold notes uh repeat notes and avoid avoid enemy spikes so there's there's a little variation there and you get to pick the songs and there's different difficulties for each song so there's a lot there, and even right now, the uh, 
the itch.io uh, version. Yeah, go ahead, Alex, say it. The unbeatable <laughs> song. No, not even the unbeatable song. Talking about the difficulties for each song, you can adjust the speed of them. And if you speed it up, it's not just faster. It, it's just they, they sp- actually speed it up so you get the chipmunk voices in everything oh, they, they, as it's singing oh, the song. They speed up the tempo of the song. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I did it. it Oh, it was, it it's was awesome. hilarious because it's just dee 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 dee. No, I wasn't going to say an unbeatable song. I just meant just in general, there's a lot of variability in the itch.io version. The the music, you get a lot to it. You can try all the different stuff. You can get a good taste of what to expect from something like this. I'm not in, in big one on sitting. rhythm games here, but this one definitely had the anime opening and closing vibe, so... I had to try all the songs. Had to. Yeah, me too. It was a responsibility. Well, uh, guys, after this week, I'm falling back into the J-Rock scene. Uh, quick, let's move to the break before I spend $100 on the the Asian Kung Fu Generation discolo- discography. That discology. Getty. I'm just it's impressed discography. that you spelled out that acronym. Wow. I have no idea what that. Asian Kung Fu Generation. I love them. Alright. We'll be right back. Hey, news. I heard a rumor that you only roll mono-white control decks? Okay, let, let's let's name out the cards. Um, so, Pacifism, right? Swords to Plowshare. Uh, Shackles. Ooh, yep, that's a good one. Um, um, arrest or Detain. Yeah. Counterspell. No, nope, that's blue. Yeah. <laughs> giant worm there's an exile card that i keep getting hit with and i hate it it's like a four mana white enchantment oh. and it exile maybe it's three mana and it exiles a creature or maybe it's a permanent what are we, what either are we, way it sucks what are we talking about we're we talking about pi gao yeah sure i've been i've been meaning to learn pi gao oh yeah Should so I, uh for when you're playing the yakuza that's going to be turn-based rpgs moving forward do I need to learn Korean first? Do I Possibly. Learn you, you, you learn as you go. Okay. There you go. Anyway, right, so Yakuza's uh, yeah, going to be turned will be into turn-based. A... <laughs> <laughs> Yakuza will be turn-based moving forward. Uh, Judgment was a separate game that, that followed the original Yakuza engine, and now there is a, a new one coming out that will continue in the beat-em-up stance. But Yakuza will continue to be turn-based. Getty, how hype are you? I absolutely love Like a Dragon. And I want you to know that if I could rip my shirt off like he does in that game, I would be doing it right now. But, I mean, if you played the other Yakuza games, would you wear a diaper? I, I We've gone over this. It seems like there are men, adult men, who are big into the like baby fetish kind of thing. One opened up in Arlington Heights. It's just not. Uh, it's just not for me. I, I think that's an always sunny episode, isn't it? 
could be. Kind of. It's diaper time. <laughs> it's diaper time. God. How do they pull the shirts off? Is it a Hulk Hogan thing or what? No, it's a very dramatic like flourish where he'll grab the sleeve and then the shirt will come off. Oh, okay. okay. But it's a button-up, so it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> That's real smooth. It's anime-esque. Okay. So, uh, Yakuza turn-based, but Judgment Games is going to continue as a series. Uh, they announced the second one, Lost Judgment. So, that should be pretty cool. Uh, I may, Maybe I'll play Judgment, because uh, there's a lot of Yakuza games. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Though it is weird that it, that it, a lawyer will suddenly get attacked by 17 burly dudes in the street. I don't judge. But Judgment does. Uh, next, Sony expecting PS5 shortages to continue into the next year. Uh, that is wild. Wild. Joel, are you going to continue to look for one? Uh, if I see one in passing, I will jump on it. I'll put I'll put it that way. Like it, it is it is more a wanting Alec to be the last person not to have one than anything. I okay. Uh, I why why are people even buying this right now? There's one exclusive game for it, and most of us probably don't have TVs to deal with the upgraded graphics that the PS5 gets you over the PS4. Isn't it 4K? Yeah, do you have a 4K TV? Yeah, I do. Two. Also, uh, I do too. <laughs> God, I also, am there are not the target market. <laughs> so, also, so I Alec, there are um, three, uh, there are, I can name at least three exclusives. Yeah, Demon's but are they worth it? to be talented, but... Are they worth it, though? I'm like, happy with my uh, yeah. Well, okay, I won't say that they're worth a PS5, but they are great. There are Demon Souls, Miles Morales, and Returnal. Uh, I'm sure there's more though. I'm actually pretty sure there's probably more. Yeah, but not to, many. To, I, I'm with our friend Dan on this. Like, I'm, I'm not really that interested in, in it until the new. Uh, oh, what is that game called? Uh, God of War Horizon. Horizon, the new Horizon game. Yeah, Deathloop. when that. When, when the New Horizon game comes out, I'll, I'll definitely be a lot more interested in, in getting it. But we'll see if they s- still have them, because, you know, all those chip shortages are making it so any electronic you want is... I don't know what you guys is talking about. I went and got a bag of Lay's the other day. Ain't no chip shortage. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Legends of the Hidden How Temple making you? a comeback. Why, why was this here? Why are we talking about Legends of the know, Hidden Temple this, making a comeback? I don't know, but this got me stoked. I, I don't know. We should split up and have two teams and, and try to get on the show. Absolutely. Okay. I want to be. What was it? Silver monkeys? I want to be silver monkeys. No, the silver mm. monkey was what you had to assemble to get further into the. Is it the green barracudas? Uh, barracudas. There were or the was it barracudas. blue barracudas. There were uh, what? Tigers. I'm sure I could just lions and bear. No, I, I'm pretty sure we could just Google this, but I'm not doing that. So it's it's more fun if we don't know and try the deaths. <laughs> yeah, I think there was like red lions or something. Hmm. I googled very poorly, so I did not get the answer I was looking for. <laughs> what did you? We've Google? already established that you cannot Google. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just I, I was typing it very fast in my phone without actually looking at it. 
So, okay. Uh, I found it. Red Jaguars, Blue Barracudas, Silver Snakes, not the monkeys, uh, and Orange <laughs> Iguanas, and Purple Parrots. That's got to be like, that feels like a later thing. This feels lazy. Mm-hmm. Orange Iguanas and Purple Parrots seems seems lazy. I'm out. All right. Those kids couldn't put the monkey together. I feel like it wasn't that hard. Moving on. They're, they're saying this is more geared to, towards adults here instead of kids. So, like, people are going to embarrass themselves pretty quick. Yep. I don't know, man. How many how many episodes of The Floor is Lava did you watch? That All, of awesome. uh, All of them. Awesome. About them. Yes. 15 minutes before I was like, this is trash. Oh, how much, is, how much did you watch of that, um, of that mini golf uh, show? Holy moly. Holy moly. One yeah, episode. That was, Didn't the, see the it. Floor, I watched all of them. The floor is lava is more my speed. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Holy Moly. Holy Moly was also very fun. Because uh, it had Rob... Was it Rob Corddry? Yeah. The yeah. Then uh, they they did wipe out again. I think it's like uh, John Cena and yep. uh, the girl from Nailed It. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. The woman from Nailed It, not girl. See, uh, that's a show... That's a show I never could get into. I never could get into Nailed It. Nicole Byers? Byer. Byer. Yeah, she she I she has her. a great happy personality. It's just, yeah, the whole, like, watch people make bad... There's too many food shows now. She's like, definitely, like, the Alex. Because she's so bombastic and she's always uh, cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to watch the show now. Uh, Great British Bake Off is my speed right now. I love oh, that yeah. stuff. Oh, I love that. Oh. It's, just, it's just pleasant. Everyone wants to do their best. They're so nice to each other. Though that handshake, that Rob... Ho- that, that, Paul no, Hollywood. Hollywood. Paul Hollywood handshake got to be too much. Everybody got a handshake. It's not worth anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. By, by current season, it's just like, oh, eh, there's not a handshake every episode. Are you guys even trying? Exactly. What are we doing? Mm-mm. It means nothing now. Okay. Uh, Gabe Newell hints at Steam games coming to consoles. Uh, can someone explain to me why this is like kind of important? Well, define important. <laughs> I mean, the, I think the whole idea is just that they're toying with the idea of releasing their games on consoles again the last time i think that happened was uh playstation 3 xbox 360 right with like the the orange box and uh portal 2 yep well here's a here's a question what games well i I mean as of right now it would just be the stuff they made currently i think the interesting part of it would be like if they open this door it could potentially mean more games down the line have release along with the PC. No, uh, so but that would mean they have even, to make games. No, no, they're not even talking uh, Valve release software. They're talking PC only games that are available on Steam, and they're probably gonna try to do this through some compatibility layer, like with like Proton, what they do for uh, playing Linux games through Steam. So like I'm still potentially asking, you, what games? Internet Court? Oh, is that only on Steam? I mean, it's not on PC, is it? Or on consoles, is it? No, but I feel like that's more of a publisher-developer situation right. and, and less of a... A shit ton of visual novels. 
No, well, that's what they're talking <laughs> about: games that the yeah. publisher developer only released for PC. I, I oh, cannot. Steam would Steam would fund com- the money. They would have a compatibility layer, is what they're trying to do. Basically, what they've done with uh, Proton. Oh, I I have a hard time believing this would be done on anything but like Xbox, like. So Sony has too much of a closed ecosystem, you know, at the time. Like they, they had to pull strains to get Portal Two to be on PlayStation Three because they were trying to use that as to Trojan horse Steam games onto consoles back then, and it, it fell through. Mm. I think Portal Two back then was the only one that did the Steam stuff, and it did crossplay with PC at the time. But I, I you know, with how with how it's like pulling teeth with Sony to allow crossplay of just a game. I don't know where this ends up, but hmm. probably nowhere good, but or just nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Given Valve's yeah. <Delves> history, <laughs> Half Life Three when? Oh, you, well, they, the, they one, made the other thought is that the one thought I would say is that they they would bring VR to other things like uh, PSVR or something like that. That was where I was kind of going with. It. I was like, oh, maybe they'll do that because they don't make any other games. They did a card game that got shut down. Like Half Life Al- Half Life Alex, like that. Yes. Does that stuck on what right now? Is it the Oculus? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying is that, that maybe that could come to PSVR. That's the only one I could think of because sure. they have like I mean, do you want Dota two on PS4? I don't like that. Does not seem like the optimal place. Somebody to play that. might. Right. <laughs> and it just uh, anyway. gets Steam more sales. I mean. Yeah, I guess. Uh, next piece of news, Target and Walmart stopped selling Pokemon cards, citing safety concerns. Uh, I have heard several other podcasters uh, that have talked about how people are now just robbing. Like, there, people are standing, outline, uh, standing outside at, like, 7 in the morning, 4 in the morning, outside of Target to get those Pokemon cards. And then there are other people waiting for people to come out with those Pokemon cards and then just robbing people. It's just the toilet paper of entertainment. That, it's that's... it's but it's like, it's becoming gun related now. That's what I'm saying. Is that it's becoming <laughs> actually because gun of video related games. and violent related. What is yeah, going on behind this? So, so here's here, here's the short version of it. So it's been affected by COVID the way everything else has, in that the supply chain of these cards has been affected by rolling shutdowns of governments uh port issues for transit from going through and so what happens is that your average collector starts seeing these cards be less available or in shorter quantities everybody panic buys and then that just saps all the supply sitting there and so they just can't produce this stuff quickly enough for it to be on shelves i'm sorry daddy i know you're shaking your head at me another week (laughs) and another supply chain lecture from joel I have to use and also on top I, of that on top of that you have to throw in that with COVID the real bad big bad scalper people since there's no concert tickets have been doing that for everything that exists that has any kind of demand so you're seeing like scalpers with the PS5s Xboxes 3080 uh, graphics cards and now they've run out of things to scalp because they were doing all the, the, the brand new Nikes and all, all the new shoes and all that stuff. So now it's actually moved on to, like, po- like um, 
uh, Pokemon cards and baseball cards, sports cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards are really big right now. And actually, one of the funnier bits is that apparently uh, it's starting to slowly move towards Magic the Gathering cards. So that's actually kind of where I'm at with this. It, is their initial supply so low that they got hit by the supply chain issue quicker than Wizards did? So unfortunately for Daddy, I'm going to expand on this. There's something called yeah, just in, there's something called just in time delivery, which means yeah, that all we don't these warehouse main, anything. Yeah, exactly. So like the problem is any disruption in the supply chain from that completely screws with everything. But magic has been fine. I would maybe actually wager a I would maybe wager a guess that it just hasn't been impacted yet in the same way. And, and also. The Pokemon card community is probably a little more rabid than the Magic the Gathering community. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're talking about younger kids and young adults. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, they're they're always Nintendo. It's it's about indoctrinating the kids, <laughs> so they constantly have a feed of Hook kids who want to. Yeah, that that's exactly that's the Nintendo and let's say Disney motto: like catch them young, keep them forever. And then also throw in the fact of that it's been really hot on Twitch to open up packs, people buying full, uh, full like unopened boxes from the '90s for th- hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, there's like there's like a real big economy that's really kind of blowing up. Where uh, uh, don't do that. It, Someone will rob it you. It depends on where they're made. <laughs> don't do that, Alec. The newer sets of Magic cards they've been printing them in the U.S. So it right, hasn't been uh, as big of an issue, but Pokemon cards, they're not printing those in the U.S. Ah, yep, and and as Daddy would know, like logistics are a nightmare right now. So yeah, that makes sense. I didn't realize that the poke even the English English language Pokemon cards weren't being printed stateside. A lot of the places, it depends on where it's going to be the cheapest to mass produce it. One of the funnier things is that my company, whenever we print any materials, no matter what country it's going to go to, we do it in South Africa. <laughs> Alec, wow. you're, really, you're really begging to get robbed. Hey, you know what? If, if it gets us uh, some more viewers, we'll open these that's, bad boys up. You know, that's They're going to backtrace your IP. That's what people do. They open it on stream. But anyway, are we done with the news yet? <laughs> uh, no, no, last God, piece no, of news. So much. No, last piece of news. Uh, new PS5 DualSense black and uh, cosmic red. Uh, I sadly would have gone great on either one of these, but my PS5 came with two controllers. So, And he opened both of them like a fool. No, the other one's in a box. It's in a box. Oh, mine that- too. That red is pretty sexy. It is. It is. I'm going to wait until I can get a uh, custom pink one. There yeah, I know go. you are. Uh, also, uh, other piece of news, Casa, Voices of the Dusk, as we discussed, uh, a, a, a similar game to Magic the Gathering, uh, has gone is going 1.0 May 26, 2021. Uh, we talked about their game, and we beta tested it on this podcast. A Big shout out ago, to them. Congrats. I want to say. Yeah. I've been playing mm-hmm. it since 2019. Where have you guys been? Uh, Mostly doing this here. podcast. <laughs> Wait, I think I played it in 2019. 
I think we had Alec on so because he wanted to, or we put that on him because I have no clue about any of that. Oh, stuff. I don't remember. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, somebody and congrats it. to the developers. That's yes. what it means. So freebies, freebies this week. Airport Madness World Edition on Indie Gala. The Dream Machine Chapter One and Two on Steam. Super Totally Ultimate Dad Showdown on Steam. That one I am picking up. Uh, <laughs> Construct Escape the System Indie Gala and The Lion's Song on Epic Game Store. So go ahead and get yourself some indies. Get yourself some weird games. Try something new and enjoy yourself. Alec, take us out. No doubt. You know me rolling that Golgari aggro deck. Let's throw down for the break. I know those words separately. <laughs> I don't understand them together. <laughs> and I'm not going to stand for it. Let's move on. All right. So aggro is short for aggressive. Be right back. Be right back. <laughs> We're back, back with the backlog blog where we play games with, uh, I want to say twenty-seven pages of instruction, and I ain't got time for that. We're turning in video game homework, and Alec, Alec, Alec. Okay, um, every time we do video game homework, it's a fun joke that everyone says this is punishment. Oh, it's video game punishment, and no, I keep telling everybody it's not punishment. You all complain about homework all the time. And Alec, Alex, I'm telling you again, it's not supposed to be punishment. <laughs> this is this my first and last homework? <laughs> no, you'll get another shot at it, but that's why I said I'm more of the Montessori school uh, approach from now on. <laughs> what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? You just it do what you, you want and you bring it here. Yeah. It's, it's your opportunity to live and grow as you see fit. I mean, that's kind of See, a, a situation with Angband. You're free to do what you want. Figure it the, out. The whole... No, wait, wait, hold on. The spirit of video game homework is to bring something that you felt like deserved to be experienced as a pantheon. It, it actually says something that uh, you feel is worth engaging with. And in this case, I do agree. Zangband does something... That I and I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down. It is a how many pixels would you say this game is? Four first. <laughs> if you you can do a sixteen by sixteen art set, or you can do a thirty two by thirty two. It looks a little nicer, but I mean, you're dealing with ASCII character sets in the base game if you don't turn on the graphics. So what, there we go. How, how, okay. fall, how small is a character? So the arrow. All right. So that's what we're kind of dealing with. Almost pre practically ask key characters, and it is a very early rogue. Alec, it's a rogue like. So this is kind of a descendant. Like you can trace its direct lineage. Um, Ziangband, Angband, Moria, um, 
and that's kind of like Moria is like a child of Rogue, like one of okay. the initial descendants. Okay. Okay. And and the idea is that you can go into the dungeon, you can get quests, but the 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 problem I have, which is also a positive in its in its column, is the fact that you it tries to do a Dungeons and Dragons style. Uh, capability that you can kind of do whatever if you know the command and there are uh, i want to say uh, over a hundred different commands in a book like you could a, a giant instruction manual you can find online uh and not online it comes with the game but if you want to read through it you could do what almost whatever am i am i correct yeah pretty much you can destroy things you can you don't even have uh, right. so you can destroy things, you can equip things, you can uh, wield things, you can aim, zap, quaff. It's a great way to expand your vocabulary too. <laughs> but yeah, and, pretty and, much. And, but then that—that's kind of the th- thing is that I—I I literally sat down. And I go, Alec, you're gonna get on Discord, and I'm gonna say, how do I do blank? And then you're going to give me the command, and I'm going to say, that's totally stupid. I'm going I'm to learn how to play that way. And we literally spent an hour, and I started making progress only because I say, Alec, how do I do this? Okay, cool. Alec, how do I do this? Okay, cool. It just it, it really expedited the process. And once I got the hang of it, I did. Uh, I got close because I, I, the homework was to try to get to level 10. I got yep. to level 9. Ooh, I, made nice. good, I made good progress. Uh, but it, it it did become uh, that thing where I, I I just wanted to give it another shot. I'm like, I swear I can, I can I I next one I'm gonna get there, and yeah. Yeah. So and that's kind of that's part of the reason I assigned it is once you start getting the hang of it, it this was the original one more round for me, except it was one more character because you can have a run that literally lasts for two minutes if you get surrounded by louse lice try try 30 seconds (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or you know it can last 30 minutes an hour depending upon how deep you go or you accidentally hold down the move button so you're just scrolling all the way to the right and then you don't realize you die until three seconds after the guy screams yep (laughs) or that that'll happen I did I, like that once you start the game, it pops up your window with your map and your characters, and but then it also pops up like seventeen other windows, which yeah. are like your life bar or your uh, this is just tells you what's happening. So if you like attack something, it'll say you attack and uh, do this much damage. You attack and miss, and there's like another status bar, and it just uh, like you you can have your character sh- uh, your character stats up. You can have your character where your where your gear is. You can kind of just have everything in separate windows, and that I thought was a a good interactive choice. Yeah, so like a lot of the like the character inventory screen that you see, you can see kind of echoes of that in um, Diablo and Diablo 2 and Path of Exile. A lot of these action RPGs and stuff where you've got, oh, these are where your slots are to put different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if this was the first to have the character picture and then have all the slots. It might be. This was the only the part of the reason I also chose Zangband instead of one of the many, many other derivatives of Zangband was because it has the graphics set with it. Somebody made an external graphics set for Ang- for Zangband. 
So all the other ones were sort of the ASCII DOS screen yep. nightmare. Okay. All right. So, this so was, he did give this us. Was he did have pity on us a little bit. <laughs> I, I could have made they, there. There was one with My Little Pony. Hmm. I mean, French. We, might, we might have done better with that. Yeah. So uh, that that is part of the other reason that I felt it was worthy of video game homework. Not only from the replayability, the approachability of it, it does require that experimentation of playing through multiple times of potentially either reading through this long ass document or having somebody who's already played going, Oh, this is how you do that. Oh, Mm -hmm. this is how you do this. Watch out for this monster, that sort of thing. Um, But then also on the other side, because this is an entirely open source game, you can download the source code and do whatever you want to it. It has spawned so many other siblings with custom modifications to it, with custom genres to it. Uh, just even being open source, it. I did assume that the Homer Doe uh, wasn't uh, <laughs> standard. I assume that that wasn't built in originally. I I, I have <laughs> not actually looked at the source code for this, but the, that was the other part, though, is that it has inspired so many people to make games this this family of games and so i felt that this one really encompassed that the best so so i don't have any problem with the gameplay itself i've i played a lot of these kind of games as a kid my parents had an amiga computer there was plenty of top-down uh overworld and fighting and magic and stuff kind of games it was everything around it that like nagged at me because i i've gotten too comfortable with uh every, everyday like conveniences now so one every time you die the whole executable closes and then you have to reopen the game yep. <laughs> and restart yeah. from the beginning with that uh gosh the the inventory accessing it having to go through the menus and actually like select it and then drag and drop it or going to the towns and going to the shops and having to handle it that way uh was inconvenient um it's those inconveniences that sort of got to me more than anything but like i the game is foundationally fine and and once you get the hang of like making progress because i got to a point where i was like visiting a couple towns accepting a quest going into their dungeon and starting to fight around and you know doing well until i got mauled by four spiders uh you know it it is good like it is good in that way if you can get into it uh it is a high barrier to entry though yeah it it is and so going back to the legacy of this like you were saying it reminds you of these old amiga games and everything um Ang- Zangband was released in 1994, mm-hmm. and the last time it was updated was in 2003. There you go. <laughs> Which doesn't feel that long ago, but that's uh, that's uh, 18 years that's ago. 18 so. years ago. That 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 can that Zangband can vote. Hmm. <laughs> Will it? No. No. It, it might go to war, but it's not going to vote. Getty. Getty. Yes. Thoughts on Zang Band? I I would mirror Joel's comments. So once you figure out what you're doing, it's it's not so bad. 
I will definitely say that I had quite a difficult time trying to figure out how to get into that dungeon because even with the window in the top part with the drop downs, it has actions that you can take. So I was looking everywhere and I was going out and I was having a lot of unsuccessful runs because I didn't realize that there's actually the shift and then what one of the right arrow yeah whatever the hell command that lets you go Kid. down <laughs> didn't even think to oh. use shift well, how how else are you going to press the greater than symbol because it wasn't abundantly clear that that's what you needed to do in order to go down so uh, once I got the ball rolling, I had a couple of successful expeditions. The closest I got was level 8. Um, but, you know, when you open it up, I don't really mind having to equip my character. I don't really mind having to do inventory because that's something that I've been conditioned to do over the years. It's just I had a different experience because I didn't immediately go and ask for how to do these things. Because I, I've you been... Uh, I've been at this for a long time, and I was like, I can do this. I can figure it out. I couldn't, and it was frustrating. Yeah. yeah. I think, again, that I think that with Zeng Band, the, the positive, it's a double-edged sword. The fact that you can do so many things, it, it reminds me almost like of like a, a Divinity Original Sin or a Baldur's Gate, but even more so... And the fact that there isn't a UI to kind of give you the options. Here is the list of things to that you can do. Even if you like that, that's where I think like if there was like a list of all the actions and it was just like half a page long, even that would still be better because you know what is accessible in front of you. Mm-hmm. But having to go through the the very long text guide and just kind of read through to find all the possible actions, to find all the different ways that you could do something. And that, that's you know, those little UI improvements. So I think that it's amazing the fact that you could do so much. But I also think that uh, without having it presented, it does uh, it is a limiting stance to do that. And then, like there was even more that I hadn't even thought of. But I just I'm like, well, I do just want to actually make progress. So asking you, how do you do blank? How do you do blank? I think that is that's where I think it just needs like some sort of UI element to give at least some list of actions or at least mm. like a, a a very quick glossary of here are the possible actions in that in the 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 guidebook that makes sense now but you know i like i, I liked my time with it and i felt like it, it definitely surprised me because i was it became it, it was me playing it out of almost like spite where i'm like <laughs> damn it i'm gonna make it damn it and then after a while i'm just like well i got pretty close that time I bet you I can get it next time. You know, it just kind of it, it it morphed from spite until actual enjoyment. Um, I think the funnier bit was that I found a bunch of lice. Were they lice or what? Yeah, what yeah, giant white louse, louse, and they multiply. So I found myself trapped in a in a dead end room. And you told me you can just punch your way through, whatever. But like through the through, you can just mine walls. So the dungeon, you're not even really encapsulated into the dungeon dynamic you can just start punching in a direction and get somewhere else hmm, yeah and uh, i didn't really want to do that so i said well i'm gonna just keep fighting lice and they just kept multiplying <laughs> so i got to like level six or seven where i'm just like well i'm still stuck here but i'm punching a bunch of lice i'm just grinding it out and then i was like well i'm gonna i'm gonna try to book it 
and uh, I did not make it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just remember trying to book it through piles of lice in that screen, and it was a massacre. Doesn't matter how high level I was. Now, the important question is, how did you all name your characters? For me, the, my run finally ended Well, the character is still alive. Uh, I did hit level 10 on uh, Himrin XII. Mine was Ragnor, because it was a cool name. <laughs> Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. There we go. Did you just keep cycling through them? Yes. Nice. <laughs> just hit a random letter on the keyboard, and that was my character name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like I like giving them all successive Roman numeral increases. It's like snow. I think I did that too. It's like how the Simpsons named Snowball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was. I got to Rangdor. I think 18. Okay. There you go. Well, Alec, thank you for bringing uh, Zengban to us and showing us what you feel defines at least a little bit of what you enjoy in gaming, bringing us into your world that I feel like I, I appreciate more of what you like out of that genre. Oh, I'm glad that everybody got to play it, that we could find a copy because it's 18 years old <laughs> and that it still ran requiring DirectX three. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I do. Appreciate so thank you very much. Yeah. What were you saying? Uh, Joel, I was just saying, I do appreciate I can run this on my laptop, my crappy little laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At this point it runs on not a literal potato, but a potato. I feel like we could figure that out. We could Probably. figure out a potato. Okay, so with that, let's move on to one last thing. One last thing, giving us one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, you listener, into the weekday. Uh, I had not really put together a one last thing for me. What? I I am real blanking. This is a I'm shock. saying it kind of slow. You mean we're not uh, all just making this up off the seat of our pants as the time comes Alex up? Alex does not. Uh, no, not He's the only one that writes I'm it not, in week you know, to week. <laughs> yeah, well, not a write it in, but you know, I do try to like. Don't give me that look. You definitely do your answer. <laughs> <laughs> All this is is uh, biding my time. I beat Nino Cooney. I beat Nino Cooney. I beat Nino Cooney. Thank God! Thank God! Thank Congrats. God! That's all I have to say. <laughs> do Do you um, have Stockholm syndrome now? No, I know I. I have a firm stance, and I feel like next week I'm going to talk about He's it. Not. I have a, I have, I have real opinions on it. So, Joel, how long does Persona Five Strikers? Because that, that's going to be my next game, but I need to prepare myself for what kind of. Hold on, going to uh, how long to beat? I I think it's pretty long, honestly. I think, I, I, think I heard like sixty to eighty. Sixty, okay. okay. But you can check. Yeah, but it's easier if you tell me. Um, I'm waiting for my thing to load, but I think it was six. Last I saw, it was like sixty to eighty, depending on what you want to do. Okay. So okay. If you're gonna mainline so, it, yeah, it was nice knowing you guys. Fantastic. Uh, Getty. Mass Effect. I'm gonna make it through all of these video games that I've purchased, and this is the last one for a while. So, at least I hope so. 
So, massive. but that's three games. I know it's going to be three more games on top of the other three <laughs> games that I've already got this year. So, oh, uh, by the way, uh, Joel, how long to beat has Strikers at thirty-five and a half? Oh, hours, that's not so, that's so bad. Not too bad. That's that's manageable. Yeah, perfect. Joel, add another Alec? ten hours though. Oh, sorry. add ten hours. Yeah, because you're going to forget to grind. Yep. Accurate. Okay. Okay. Alec, your one last thing. I had something, but now I've lost it. The courage to go on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the will to live. No. Um. I mean, my heart to, will go on. To be lost it. Oh. Mm. Mm. I'm looking forward to being more of a monster on Monday, uh, and this weekend it's all about bees for me. Hmm. There we go. Picking up, picking oh, up uh, three pounds on Sunday. Beth wanted to at some point see them. Sure. Yeah. And Ooh. fight them. I love showing off my bees. Ooh. Get you'll, it as you won. Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> y- you'll live longer than the bee, probably. Probably. After, after, th- after she stings you, the uh, she does eviscerate herself, but uh, she'll live for. Like up to twelve hours, Simpoku. Kind of. So, uh, I also wanted to say that uh, two weeks, Viscera cleanup detail. All right, Alex's game of shame. Now, okay. is it any of them, or is it a specific one? Because you gave us all of them. Uh, no, just the main one, not all the okay. holiday DLC. Well, there, there's, and I'm not asking you to beat it. I'm not asking you to beat it. I'm asking you to play it for say an hour until you get the six idea. hours. Mainline the main story. It's a nice. It's supposed to be a nice, relaxing, jovial jaunt. Uh, there we go. What I saw a bunch of Steam achievements that were like you died. So, well, I mean, you're cleaning up gore. And mess, but it's supposed to be relaxing and zen. So I'm, I'm Enjoy sure yourself. That, you know what? That pressure washer game that I saw earlier on Steam, that seems like it's probably more relaxing. We'll put that on the backlog. Is, is there a lawn mowing simulator? Probably. I am very sure. I'm playing a valet simulator currently. There we go. Completionist for Viscera cleanup detail is 82 hours. That's it? Yep. There's a lot to do. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where uh, we're figuring something out for Sunday. I kind of have some ideas. Um, uh, Monday is... Uh, we're still doing... We're still doing uh, Near Automata. 2D Tuesdays. Joel is... Joel has stopped mentioning the fact that he's getting to the end of Hollow Knight as he finds out there is still more. Uh, you gotta find that beehive, buddy. I, uh, uh, no, no, uh, 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 we got there last time. We got the Did beehive. You? Yep, I am ready to face the Hollow Knight. So we're we're okay. at the end for real this time. So that will just be at least three episodes. After that, you're <laughs> only getting two out of three endings. Then. Do you get to take a hollow day? Every day is a hollow day, Daddy. <laughs> Again, it's gonna be like three. It's gonna be like three episodes, and you're gonna be very mad. Continuing on, 
<laughs> Wednesday is it's either Wednesday or Sunday. I'm figuring something out. Thursday is podcast day. Friday is going back to Metal Gear Kevin as he had to take uh, take some time off for college. Saturday, Joel, you're still planning on something? Uh, I guess Hollow Knight, depending on what, how true your statement is. Enjoy, buddy. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. That has changed. Mail at superggradio.com. We bought us some domains. Uh, and provide a review on iTunes or the Not Your Dad's Olmec of Your Choice. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. Whoever wrote that, that's very good. Uh, thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. GG. GG Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody. <laughs>